but up but but up a podcast but up but but up with parents but up but but up who think they're really funny but up but but up you decide but up but but up you share it but up but but up you listen all through the night when you were growing up how badly did you want to go to nightclubs I only started wanting to go to nightclubs when I was in high school because my friends were going to nightclubs. And there were certain nightclubs that were 18 and over to go to. And they started going to them. I think before they were 18, they were getting fake IDs to make them 18. Which is Where on? From St. Mark's or whatever? Yeah. But to get an ID, it says you're 18. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I asked my parents if I could go, and they said nope. And I didn't go. And it was. Did easy. you put up a fight? Or you're just like. I think I kind of half-assed put up a fight, hmm. but these were these rave clubs where I think kids would do drugs and rave all night and that sort of stuff. Like, it's more surprising that parents would say yes to this. I don't think parents say yes. I had friends that went. You're probably the only one who actually asked your parents for permission. The rest of them just lied. Yeah, but then they were out till two in the morning. They were saying they were having a sleepover at oh. their friend Jimmy's. I never thought but- of that. Oh my god, that's the oldest trick in the book. No, I just assumed that all their parents said yes. You are such a moron. I mean, that is so dumb. You think everybody was honest with their parents? And they said, Mom and Dad, can I go to a rave and do ecstasy from a guy I meet in the back alley? Even though everybody's doing ecstasy, so what's the big friggin' deal? Yeah, I just figured that their parents were more lenient than my parents. Wow. You know, I've been wanting to talk to you about this. The fact that my parents had an overwhelming amount of control of my social life in terms of what I did without having, like, any... They never delivered, like, on any of their threats. It was just threats. Well, and did they threaten, or were you well, just, it was like, just, they just, like, you were just fearful of them? Yeah, no, they actually really didn't threaten, and they were fearful. You were fearful. Right, so they're yeah. like, you have to get home, you don't have a curfew, but you have to call us and tell us so, where you are. So, wait a minute. Did they ever have to threaten you, or you just grew up in this weird place where you were already fearful of your parents like you didn't push boundaries i'm sure there was times where i was late home for dinner like i was out on a thursday or friday night and they i would call them and they'd say you have to get back here i can't believe your father would occasionally call my sister's apartment and i feel like she had a rotary phone but we would pick up the phone and he would say dave i want to know if i should put the chain on and your parents live on the eighth floor of a building that has security on the first floor. It's not a doorman, but it has like some decent security. So someone was going to come up to the eighth floor. I think that you should imagine it even funnier. That two guys, two criminals are walking around the neighborhood and they say, it's time. We need to do some breaking and entering. Right. Pick a building. Right. And they picked our building. Like, just happens to be the first of many buildings that look exactly the same. Right. And they said, yes, let's pick the building that does have security. So they get in because someone lets them in because people always have the door. Right. And they say, Tony, pick a floor. 
And he says, I'll pick eight. Lucky number eight. Lucky right. number eight. Look, what are the odds that they're picking my parents? And they're like, you know um, what? G. I've always loved the letter G. It's an underappreciated letter. Let's go to 8G. Well, the other thing is there was two other locks and there was a steel door. Right. No one's getting into these apartments. But he used to call to say he needed to put the chain on. Yeah, the chain would be the easiest thing to break. Right, but... But the implication is the chain is the last thing to go. It's the, the other, they're able to get all the other stuff open, and it's the chain that's right. going to be between your parents and the most aggressive burglar in the universe because he bothered to go all the way to 8G. Well, instead of cutting the chain also, which is the easiest way to get in, the burglar is going to reach his hand around to try to get the... The bar? The, the bar slider, whatever? To slide the chain off the slider which he won't be able to do because he's reaching in and opening the door enough to get his hand in. So he will retract his hand a little bit, bring the door in a little bit to see if it gives it a little more slack on the chain. At that moment, my father will rush and smash the door onto the guy's fingers. Oh my God, your dad's like Jason Statham. He will scream and he will run away. Will he go to other apartments in no, the building? No, fingers Kind of Are they throbbing? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is your last line of defense shouldn't always be your worst line of defense. I, That makes total sense. Jack Welch. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking that Jack Welch, man. What didn't he know? Remember that girl in college that we've now named a motion and a behavior after? Do you remember who I'm referring to? Of course. What's her name? Linger. Linger. Do you remember what to linger someone is? So linger is a verb. Yes. Which means to... What's the best way to describe it? To linger is to make your presence known around somebody who doesn't really want to be around you by dropping in unexpectedly in incredibly stupid ways <laughs> that are often pathetic right. And right, right. So I was thinking it is, it is trying to make your way into a situation with someone else by coming up with a, like a plausible reason that they would want to talk to you or that you could pretend was legitimate to call someone about. So this person, Linger used to show up with the lamest reasons in the world that she was showing up and knocking on our dorm room door so that, that we would let her in. And I mean, many times she would knock on the dorm room door and we would all say, shh, shut up, it's Linger. And I believe she eventually decided that if she had a can and you were collecting cans to yes, recycle. Yes, we were collecting cans to recycle. We made $250 to spend on gas money to the Airbnb we rented in Charleston, which was really just like a, a double house. wide. It was like a house that they were gonna put up for an estate sale, or they but they just hadn't done it yet, basically. Um, so anyway, so she would she would knock on the door, and we'd hear her running the can like over the outside of the door. I feel like, and she'd be like, "Hey, Slinger, I have a can." Now, doesn't the word linger 
still have a very similar definition. I think you're thinking of... L- to linger around? Linger. But we would say... L- are we pronouncing it the same way? To linger someone. Linger. Not linger. Linger. Do you hear the distinction? You sounded like you're saying the combination of din- lunch and dinner. Linger. No. Linger. How do you spell that? Same way you spell linger. <laughs> linger. Linger. So it's an emphasis on the N versus linger. I think that the way two ways you're saying it, people would say are variations of the same word. I can't believe this because you've linger? been so mad at me for not calling my childhood friend Mary. Or Mary. Murray. <laughs> not, <laughs> not Murray. <laughs> not Mary. And you know what? Who cares? She even pronounces her own name Mary. And you can't stand it. And how do you pronounce it? Mary. Mary. Not in that way. <laughs> it's like our friend Aaron. Aaron. You get so mad that I can't pronounce his name. How do you pronounce his name? Aaron. Aaron. Right. Aaron. E-R-I-N. Is Aaron. 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 <laughs> I can't even do it. I know. I can't you even have do speech it. impediments. So you, you can't understand my linger. Linger. Or linger. Yeah, you're almost not pronouncing the G in the first one. You know what's fucked up is that I have a speech impediment. So for you to say that, I had to go to see the speech pathologist, which wasn't called that, the speech therapist, when I was very young because I had a lisp. And so don't bring up my speech impediment. You don't pronounce t- T's pl- when they're pluralized that are nouns and the T's at the end. So... Like, what is the thing from the Neverworld that travels in the <laughs> sky and Casper is the friendly one? A ghost. Right, but you don't say that. You're you right. say ghost. I do. <laughs> I do. Because of my lisp. So I appreciate you bringing this up. Right. But it's insulting. Remember when Ryan told us that his speech therapist made them all share a spoonful of, like, if you did well, you would get a spoonful of peanut butter but she would use the same spoon for all the children. And who thinks, like, I'm going to give you a spoonful of something as a treat? And if your students are there to work on their speech, why coat their mouth with a tacky A sticky, substance? sticky material. Yeah. She was like, enjoy your impediment just for a minute, child. Well, if you can succeed with a mouthful of peanut butter, then you could... Cons- succeed anyway right right the thing about the linger is that your father is a notorious linger he could be like i read something on the news yeah and it said the word buffalo and i thought i should give you a i thought you'd like be interested about so i could giving you a call um but the chain on the door was the was a really big linger like he just wanted to know where you were that might have been the reason why they got me home so quickly when I was in school, but I'm sure I argued. I'm sure I called and said, oh, can I please stay out a little while longer? You know, I'm hanging out at a friend's right. house and it's 9.30 or something. Right. But I never, like, defied them. So you told me once that you had a pager. No. I wanted a pager. Bad. <laughs> oh, because I was going to say, if you had a pager, I just could see your parents repeatedly paging you. Um did you were they said they said no because they wouldn't pay for it or they said no because all, it was too mature like a drug dealer mature we did not call it a pager 
You called it a beeper. It was a beeper. Oh my god, that's amazing. Second of all, my parents were content with me having to call them for the payphones. Even though they're filthy. So you're putting a filthy payphone on your You still ear. would have to call for a payphone with a beep pager. Yeah, I guess you're but right. But they put all of it on me to call and check in. When they could have annoyed the crap out of me. Right. And they, I don't know they, why they wouldn't be like, oh my god, yes, this is right up our alley. Yeah, I feel like they did not see the benefit. I know my parents lived on the corner of Annoyance Alley and Guilt Driveway. Yes, I know, and you fell for it. You were so scared. Yeah. Wow. And then I just had to break free, and I went to college four and a half hours away. That was pretty adventurous of you. Did um, did any of your friends have beepers? Most of the delinquents had beepers. The other, I mean, a lot of my, I don't think any of my male friends had beepers. Maybe Jonah had a beeper. You know, why can't parents stay strong about smartphones like they did about beepers? Like, why can't we all lock arms and say, my kid doesn't need a smartphone? I mean, why do they need smartphones? So they can torture each other, make each other feel bad, and send poop emojis. I mean... Sounds good to me. Sign me up. I mean, that's what you do already. I know. All you do is text me poop emojis. I'm so tired of it. My child is going to learn from me. They already have, honey. They already have. 